the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. We're live here at Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road, where it's an absolutely gorgeous day. Trace, Calvin, Jerry's coming up. I see him now, so he'll be here in a second. But we encourage you to come on out, ask your gardening question in person at Millburgers. How can you see him when he streaks up like that? He moves so moves like the wind. Yeah. Uh, there's a joke there. Don't go for it. Okay. But, uh, yeah, he's he's coming. Uh, but oh, yeah. you, there I see you now. But, uh, yeah, so we encourage you to come on out or call us with your gardening question at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Sorry about that. Let's That's see okay. if we can the, pump, the pumpkins are gone. You suppose we can talk about flowers and vegetables and things now? Sure. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> well, of course, it's hard to look out there and not think about the cycling. Unbelievable colors. So I got something new coming. Ooh, what, is, what, what you got? What you got? It's not here yet. Let's start right, by that. Do you want to? You want to wait till Jerry gets here, or you want to? Is it easier to do now? It's easier to do now. Okay, go for it. Yellow amaryllis. What is it? Yellow. Amaryllis. Oh, yellow amaryllis. Yeah. Oh, wow. They're not going to be uh, the same price as the other ones, but that's a, a rarity. Are they? They're That'll not. That'll be interesting. They're they're just the. Uh, I think the they're going to be a bulb. Bulb. Yeah, that sounds like how they sell them. Uh, wow, okay. I didn't know that it was rare. That's interesting. Do you know what they'll sell for yet or no? I have a good guess. Okay. Did you want to wait? and Probably 24 I see what the freight is. Probably twenty four ninety nine. Okay. Because amaryllis are great gifts for Christmas. They and are. And you can give something unusual. And there, But there's only 10 coming. Oh. oh. I, uh, there's an experiment. Oh, okay. So one case. So would that be something that somebody might call ahead and pay for and have waiting for them? Well, I don't know the price for sure yet. Okay. They can certainly call ahead and get on the wish list for when they okay. actually do show up. All right. Well, that number is 210-479-497. 497 Yes. How, you, okay. how many? Say that again. You, you, there were 14 numbers there. 210 <laughs> 3760. 3760. Okay. I was just doubting the 497. I, I, Jerry, can you believe it? He, he's done this show for 25 years, and he, can't, like he can't remember the... No, record. I just... That's, I just not, that's not the... In his defense, that's not the phone number. That's he, not the call-in he, number, he, yeah. And it's, I had I had my doubts. I remembered the 3760. It was the 7... Anyway, 210 our phone number is 210-308-8867. See? 
I know that. So you can call in with your gardening questions. So uh, we got the new stuff in. We won't say what it is. Uh, but uh, Trace has already told us that. Well, what are folks, uh, do you have any cyclamen? Oh. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, I got a couple. Yeah, I got a couple. Got a couple thousand, uh, it seems like. Well, there, there's my favorite purple over there against Yeah, it's, they're, they're really spectacular. But, but, you know, it's hard. It's hard to pass up the white, too, with the white in combination with any of the other colors. That I agree with. White should always be used because you can see it at night. Mm-hmm. In the dark, you can still see the white. Uh, and then any other color to complement it. Well, and I, you know, like I said, I've seen them downtown. If you go downtown during the holidays... You'll see the planters with the red and the whites and the red and the whites and yeah, uh, but you can do more with them here because you've got the uh, the red and the whites and the pink and the whites and the purple and the whites and the... yes, sir. <laughs> okay. That's good. Okay. I li- uh, I like those uh, containers. That's the entrance there to the right. Uh, I think those are violas, aren't they? Or are they oh. are you are they are they the pandas? stocks? Well, there's, right by there's, the stock. There's viol- violas and four-inch pots over there. And then there's the game day pansies. Those are pansies. And uh, there's the game day pansies. Uh, and then okay. there's stock right there. Yeah, they're, they're white and uh, you got a mixed color in there. All right, so he's talk- definitely talking the game day pansies. Yeah. So we. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah. You were talking about those last we week. We got the, the UT, so it's orange and white. Okay. We got still some Aggies left where it's the burgundy and white. That was sold out quickly, huh? And they sold, well, I bought less. Oh, uh, okay. I don't know if that was intentional or subliminal. Maybe, yeah. It was just, um, and I then, never would have guessed with this orange shirt on, you know. That. Yeah. And then, and then we had some UTSA where it was uh, like an orange and blue. All right. And that's gone? No. Oh, that'd be still pre- small numbers. Okay. That'd be pretty. So what, where are they? They're right by the entrance. Okay. That'd be fun. Yeah. Now, if, I, if I'm if i in a mixed household, do I have to get okay, I get one maroon? Or you said the maroons are all gone. No, no there's some left. One maroon and one orange and white. Well, right. yeah, you know what else is out there in large numbers that are spectacular? I uh, wasn't originally thinking I was going to buy many of them because I got my gardens full of them, but... Stocks in bloom. Whoa. Yeah. The fragrance is unbelievable. Oh, that's great. And the purple, the white, um, let's see, there's a r- there's red, a pink. pink. Pink in the middle. Yeah, I think yeah. it's just those three. And mm-hmm. gosh. And foliage looks good, too. And they make they make good cut flowers, but they uh, are just uh, really uh, showy for the fragrance. And if you do the cut flowers... You uh, get the fragrance goes right in the house with you, and there's no, no obnoxious smell like some of the plants we talk about. <laughs> I guess the only one we talk about is uh, a daffodil. Uh, uh, paper white. Is he pooing paper on my paper whites? Yeah. What's that? He's he's pooing on my paper whites. Hey, don't poo on his paper whites. Well, I like uh. <laughs> I like them because the deer don't eat them, and they bloom every year. Yeah. And can take the shade, but. Oh, somebody was, when I was loading up with the Snapdragons, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Somebody was telling me that yeah, uh, that they accidentally planted them where the deer were, and the deer did not eat them huh. so far this fall. Huh. That's good. So I, I guess I might have to try a few out there. <laughs> well, speaking, speaking of deer, 
as I was doing the doing my printout of the uh, printout of the specials. Mm-hmm. Uh, I came across. Oh gosh, yeah, I got your paper. <laughs> I came across uh, calendula, and we we've been batting back back and forth on a calendula. Will a deer eat for calendula? And they're on sale. Uh, quartz quartz plants regularly five ninety nine on sale four for two twenty dollars. And so I said to myself, I said myself, and, you, and then yourself said, yes, Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure they're four plants? Clinders should be four for five dollars. I'm looking on the. Four for five dollars, right? Yeah. yeah, and the quart pot. Oh, yeah. four for twenty. Now the no. calendula. No. Oh. oh. They messed that up again. Uh oh. Okay. Oh, they don't think it's four for twenty. No, 20. it's you're looking at an old ad. Four Uh-oh. for five dollars. Four inch pot, dollar fifty nine. Well, that's good. That's not bad. That's a good price. It is. So it's not two twenty. Okay. So the website has it wrong then. Oh, okay. Not the newspaper ad. There are four inch pots, four for four for five. Okay, they're pretty plants. So you were excited. <laughs> so anyway, four inch pots, four for four the, for five. They're four inch. What are they? Why, why the four you, inch pots. Just why, this. why do you like them so much? I mean, for yeah. Well, well, we've talked about them back and forth, and I've gr- I've grown them. Uh, but uh, we always were wondering where the deer resistant are oh. deer proof. And so, uh, now forest apples on the plant answer doesn't have them as a, as a deer proof plant. But on the internet, if you ask uh, our calendulas, uh, deer resistant, deer resistant. It comes back, yes. They are different. Now, I don't know whether that's the northern <laughs> northern people of it right now, but uh, they are deer resistant. Or they say they are deer resistant. And they list them right up there with uh, marigolds. That's uh, marigolds are deer resistant, too. And I know they're, they're starting to bloom in the, gar- in the cut flower garden of Calanchos are in. The foliage is very attractive too. They really where's the calendulas? Yeah. Okay. But uh, I'm thinking <laughs> we never have heard that, uh, and Forrest didn't put it in his list. But I'm I'm thinking that uh, they might be deer resistant. But the deal is, uh, I got a feeling that the deer would uh, stomp them down fairly easy because they're uh, they're. Uh, Kind of a tender growth, kind of like the zinnias. Never mind. <laughs> but anyway, uh, if you want to want to try that, and these are that we're selling out here, are <laughs> thank you. Are uh, let's see, we get, just got the uh, yellow. See, they come in yellow and orange. I didn't see the orange press. Didn't have orange. Okay. Do we? Shaking his head, yes. Oh, we got orange. Okay, and that would go well if you wanted to make a 
uh, display with the pumpkins. Now, do you see any pumpkins? No. Uh-oh. Yeah, I think... Uh-oh. Pumpkins are long gone. Uh-oh. Yeah. How did that happen? They didn't make it past Wednesday. Uh, <laughs> well, I was, I was, what, 75% off? Or no, something? the pumpkins no, were, actually on Wednesday were... When, when, actually on Monday. Oh, on they Monday? Were, oh. They were a dollar. We put it on, on uh, Facebook and social media. So we went through uh, a lot. <laughs> so you could have uh, gotten... Do you have deer and you don't have deer in your neighborhood? No. Oh, okay. Well, I do. Do you have cows? <laughs> No. <laughs> so the, last, the last hundred went to cows. Yeah. I'm pretty sure uh, somewhere in the middle, a bunch went to the deer. And some went to decorations for Thanksgiving. Yeah, and you can keep it. I mean, it's a, it's a fall thing, so yeah. Yeah. All right. But now Jerry can't yell at parents anymore. <laughs> oh, he can. He just doesn't have a reason <laughs> yeah. to do it. Yeah, he has to they pick up another reason. little ones, too. No, the little ones, we still got a handful of those, and they are a quarter apiece. Oh, all right. All right. And, and they are truly gourds, so they could last a long oh, time. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Um, you, and you, great Thanksgiving decorations. Mm-hmm. You can paint, uh, paint the faces on them, on little ones. Yeah. But uh, I... I never have cut one open, but I imagine it's that. not it's not easy. <laughs> I did it with a box cutter and almost took my finger off. Uh, oh Lord! Did you have any trick or treaters at your house? Did you go uh, out? Did you put three. on a robe before you open the door? Three, to three, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. But uh, yeah, well, I was telling Calvin we had four, so we yeah. we had one more than you. I'm not trying to be competitive. Uh, <laughs> I'm just just telling you the truth. We we were depressed with twenty. Oh my gosh! You got a bunch. Uh, that was a drop in a bucket to what compared to what we used to get. Wow! Yeah, oh, as yeah. compared to last year, is that no, what you said? No, because compared to when we actually decorated, uh, oh, ran the little haunted house thing in the front yard. Oh, that's <laughs> a, okay. We had we had sixty total, but uh, we didn't expect that many uh, yeah. because of the weather and everything. And we only decided just to have one wagon. Of course, we could have. Yeah, filled yeah. two wagons. Milton, I, I secretly wanted a low number so that I could eat more of the candy. That's oh. what I was just fixing to say. Like that. You can't have the candy. <laughs> but that, that was... I, what kind of candy did, you, did your house have? Uh, everything I like. Okay. <laughs> Anything chocolate, Smarties. Okay. Twix. Well, even now... So just I for remember. next year, remember the Hazlet House. You want well, chocolate? no, this will all be gone by then. Oh, okay. I meant, you know, next year, you're a good candy house. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, our, uh, we had more houses with candy, and that, that complicates it when you're trying to drive the uh, trag, uh, hay wagon. Because everybody, at, at first especially, everybody wants to stop at every single house, and then if you st- stop with too much distance in between, you lose half your... Your crowd and everything. So, but at the end, I got to the uh, the final uh, house, and they they had a big party. And by then, everybody had dissipated. And they were they had a huge deal of wonderful candy that they were trying to give everybody. To, they'd obviously eaten more than they wanted, and they were trying to get everybody. To take <laughs> That's the problem. My wife kept saying, "Take a handful." Yeah. I was like, "No, yeah. no, yeah. <laughs> stop it." <laughs> so, so you were meeting the kids behind the as they walked down the sidewalk. Hey, kid, come here. 
Yeah. <laughs> I got to check your Halloween. Oh, no, this is this is wrong. You can't have it. Uh, you can, you need, no, this is for your own good. I'm going to take this out. Yeah. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. What else has happened in Trace uh, with... Uh, we mentioned Cyclamen. I saw someone bought a lot of Lantana today. Yeah, two cartloads. Yeah. Um, and she got a <laughs> still a great time to plant perennials. Yeah, okay, because of the cool weather. And, uh, and we still well-stocked as a nursery, but we have to think Christmas trees. And you, and okay, because, well, actually, I was talking to somebody on the phone. They're already going to buy their Christmas trees, apparently, or they're, they're trying to decide on which one. So it won't be long now. Well, we should have all three that we normally have. Varying heights. See the Nobles, the Frasers, and the um, Nordmans. Correct. Okay. Wow. See, I remember that, Galvin. What a whiz. And the Nordmans are always fun because they're the ones for the people who have uh, allergy sensitivities. Well, they're all they're Scandinavians, too. Oh, well, there you go. That's why Calvin likes them. Um, so, and then when will, but what about, you always have unique decorations and Those are wreaths. Those oh, are, are they really? The Christmas is full blown on that. Wow. On that note, the Halloween stuff is 75% off what's left. There was some cute stuff in there. There was. I had to buy something yesterday. What did you get? It was a pumpkin with a gargoyle on top. <laughs> <laughs> 75 off made it very affordable. Yeah. But I had bought one at full price too. Okay. Well, yeah, so if you're someone, and people really get into Halloween. I don't remember you deals. calling to get this. let me sign for you, though, for the Halloween and Gargoyle. Well, 75% off, nobody had to. <laughs> <laughs> well, Trace, I don't know if you know this, but Calvin, this morning, I shouldn't say anything, but he was at the register. He said, well, these are Halloween cyclamen. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they fell for it. No, no. they didn't. <laughs> okay, I, I didn't get my full... I kind of ran out of space, so I've my oh, okay. my cycleman order is incomplete. So oh, so next week. But I didn't get. Well, tomorrow's always tomorrow. I didn't get panicky either because of the large supply here. Uh, <laughs> you know, quite often on the the prime uh, nursery stock, you, uh, you we've gone through this with tomatoes and with blooms and everything and zinnias and and. Uh, so you want to say, well, we better quick buy what we need, and we'll if we don't don't get enough, we'll get it later. But uh, and uh, this this is uh, reassuring uh, that there's so many there, and they look so good. Yeah. I, but I've seen uh, a number of people uh, uh, take take loads out already too, so that's good. All right, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. We have more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 on Bulverde Road on 930 AM, The Answer. Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867. I went out and visited old Edmund over at Prusky's Market yesterday and had a nice talk. What would you bring us? Um, um, I don't know. Nothing. I'm sorry. I didn't think about Not it. Not a test. 
test taste out of the Thanksgiving platter. I should have gotten you all something, heated it up and brought it up. But I'll have to do that next time I go visit. But if you are, uh, it's a nice drive out there to Atkins, Texas. And if you are looking for an old-fashioned butcher shop with great, great uh, quality meats. Uh, and um, what I got, talking about great beef and the natural beef now from Yanta Ranches. Uh, and uh, if you're looking for a, a butcher that can actually give you advice. Uh, if what, what I do is because uh, I just want to, it, it seems to keep better, is uh Pruskies will vacuum pack the stuff for you, too. So if you get, like, I got the, uh, the pre-made stuff, uh, not pre-made, the heat and eat stuff. Um, like the, uh, oh, man, this is going to be good. Well, hopefully I will have it tonight. Is the stuffed pork chop and the, uh, they have the, jal- I didn't get this. They have the jalapeno uh, wrapped uh, chicken with bacon. I got the the, the uh, wrapped to bell pepper uh, and onion uh, kebabs. So you can. What, ch- what are you stuff a pork chop with? Uh, I think it's just stuffing. So you're heating it all together. Oh, okay. Yeah. I figure say there's no hole in a pork chop. You're getting the. You know, you're wrapping it around. <laughs> okay. But yeah. So uh, listen, it, it's great quality. You will go out there a lot. You will uh, once you try it once. And Edmund said a lot of you folks are going by and saying hi to him, which is fun. It's always yeah. fun to have him on the air too. So uh, when you go by, ask for Edmund, say hello, and uh, and ask, ask him if anybody can beat their meat. Okay. <sighs> okay. It's on Highway 87. It's easy to get to. Uh, so it's between 410 and 1604. So uh, if you go on 410, you're going to go east. Uh, it's it's basically Rigsby Road. And if not, then you go on 1604, you go west about three miles. Uh, and uh, you can give them a call. You can find them online at PruskysMeatMarket.com. And uh, you can give them a call and uh, say, hey, uh, what's, what's going on today? Their hours today are till 6. And uh, the phone number is 830-227-8322. And you can get start ordering your holly, your holly, your uh, turkeys and your holiday stuff now from Prusky's Market. All right, 210-308-8867. So if you're in a hurry, can you call ahead and say, I want this, this, and this? Oh, I bet, yeah. Actually, I, I know you can because uh, I was in there and he said that someone called ahead for something. So, yeah. Yeah, you can. So I can, like, pre-order some jalapeno cheese sausage or something? You could. Yeah, I've done it for uh, the trays. Like, you know, when you got some unexpected company. Mm-hmm. Or, they, you know, they call the, somebody called ahead and said, hey, we're coming down there. Is that going to be a problem? And so that that's a good time to call Pruskis and yeah. say, yeah. hey, we need something special. And uh, they'll take care of you. There's nothing that entertains a uh, group more. And when you pull that duck out of that uh, turkey. <laughs> out of your turducken? Yeah. You got video of that? <laughs> they ought to. And, uh, well, anyway, so Prusky's Market, and you'll enjoy it. You'll enjoy the food, you'll enjoy the ride, and uh, the whole experience. All right, 210-308-8867. So I have a weird question. Oh, what's no. What's new? Uh-huh. Uh-uh. It's happened before. Uh, it has happened before. It's <laughs> kind of on the gardening, but it's kind of on the, it's a little more on the produce side. So we took a ride to San Marcos, so the vegetable side, uh, on last Saturday. And, of course, the corridor along 35 is just growing up. It's become houses. It's become apartments. It's become all this stuff, stores and things like that. 
So my wife was reminiscing, and Laura was saying, you know, I can remember when you used to see fields of stuff all down 35. And so I was wondering, is there less of that now that they're building? Oh, and, hell yeah. Okay, so there's less produce coming out of... Oh, produce. Se- well, you know, yeah, coming out of Central Texas. I thought Texas. you were talking well, about flowers. No, no, no. What were they growing along 35? They had fields of stuff. Yeah. Was it vegetables, or what was it? Oh, I think just... Wheat, corn. corn. Yeah, corn and... Uh, yeah. Oh, what's the thing that's alternated with corn? Uh, that's that's the, with an S. The largest... Sorghum. Uh, Sorrel, yeah. Oh, really? The largest planting of, uh, or the la- largest stand of la- Lysianthus or uh, blue- bluebells. Oh, blue okay. Bell. Oh. Was in that era. When was that last? When was there? When, when did it leave? Yeah, do what? Oh, I, I, when, I was trying to remember when it was there. Oh. <laughs> Everything I remember is 30 years ago. Oh. <laughs> So but, uh, most it, of the things have passed. I can remember where they are, <laughs> were, but uh, they were kind of in a low place. I guess the seed just uh, washed to that area. But there were a bunch of them down there. So does that impact? I guess not so much. No. Okay, so not what I see at the store or at the farmer's market no. so much. Okay. But there is less being grown there. Oh yeah. Well, all the uh, most of the vegetable growers in were in Bear County when I, when I came. Sam Codner used to say, "I I ruined the whole market up there." Before. But uh, there were about fifty vegetable growers or more. Is that right? Vegetable growers in Bear County. Now there's one or two left. Oh maybe. my gosh! Wow. Yeah. All of them have moved west. Oh, that's, inter- property. that's interesting. The uh, Their property that they had in Bear County, uh, when it sold, made them all millionaires. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, well. So they they moved out west. So, so they wanted to keep farming. They made more, fun, more money not farming than farming. Oh, yeah. Okay. They made more money on the land and also on the water. Oh, didn't think about the water. Yeah, they started. Uh, uh, Calvin came out and bought all that water. <laughs> wow. uh, but for a, a hefty price. Calvin's a water baron? Yeah, yeah. I didn't even know that. Back in those days. <laughs> um, but anyway, they, uh, they're living well now. Okay, so don't, don't pity them. <laughs> hey, uh, speaking of vegetables, what do we have in stock that uh, folks can do their own vegetable growing now? Oh, Calvin probably got a better answer than I do. Calvin, what do we have in stock? What well, do you see out there? There's bro- broccoli and collards, yeah. and there's uh, some spinach. Mm-hmm. Oh, some spinach out there already? Yeah, and lettuce, uh, several different kinds of lettuce and kale. Um, yeah, and isn't, isn't that a mixed underground there in that mixed lettuce it is and oh wow it's a mixed that's really yeah that, kale over there. it's really attractive oh and uh i was trying I, do, I don't remember if there's uh the swiss chard but i see those colors it reminds me of the swiss chard and like last week there seemed like there was a lot of it there may be a little bit left on over there yeah that's mm-hmm. a popular item to look at 
Yeah, it's a good. It's a good good with mixed with kale. Lots of, and kale is very attractive too, in terms of the containers. Oh yeah. So is it officially fall? I mean. Oh yeah, I think so. Weather wise, it feels like fall. We got a little rain. I think we finally figured out we got an inch and a half, but Calvin, I think you had more than that. Did you get like three inches of rain all that rainy week? That whole period? Yeah. I, I was, it was more than an inch half. I don't know how much. I okay. can't remember how much. So what should folks be doing now in the garden? We've talked about some of the stuff they can plant. Well, they're get, getting ready to deal with some weeds, too. They're just a wonderful crop of... Uh, Rescue grass is coming up. And oh yeah, my backyard is finally green. Yeah, and it's so it's, it's so uniform. It looks like you Laura was not impressed <laughs> when I said, "Hey, we're getting some green in the backyard." Yeah, but that's not grass. <laughs> it is okay. Just keep it mowed. It'll be okay. It'll look good for three months. Yeah, mowed a winter. The what do we call it? The sustainable winter. Yeah, I got it. There you go. So, okay, so what were we talking about? I'm sorry, I interrupted. You said the winter weeds uh, were coming up. Yeah, and there are the, uh, oh, what are the, those broadleaf weeds too? Uh, day chickweed and. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, right. Some of, those, some of those are coming up, and uh, Jerry's favorite, uh, Pet Straw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they'll, be, they'll be coming up gangbusters. But they're, they're, they're doing like uh, blue bonnets do. They're. Uh, Oh, that that reminded me. I should have checked. Uh, the blue bonnet should be getting close. The transplant should be getting close. Oh, really? Yeah. Including the orange ones? Huh? Including the orange ones that you had? Yeah. Yeah. You're just saying that. <laughs> I can see that in your face. I, I was trying to figure out if any of the all those uh, broadleaves were coming up in that my barren soil yeah, out there. Yeah. If uh, any of them were. Uh, oh. Well, wildflowers. I'm sure there they are some of them, but you yeah. can't tell at this point yet. But between the weeds and the wildflowers, I guess <laughs> if the, you uh, the, the, oh, you think the wildflowers are coming back? That we did the like my meadow would be coming. Oh yeah, back? I think so. Oh wow! If you get enough moisture, uh, yeah. Okay, but uh, the weather. My weatherman on Channel Twelve said uh, le- last night. I guess it was said that. Uh, the, we all enjoy, we all enjoyed the rain, and the the drought monitor has receded. Has, has, has shrunk up after the rain. That's good, but uh, it hasn't gone away. Northern Bear County still under. Mm. Did uh, they didn't get the rains out there? I guess. Was anything in the forecast? Yeah, that's what I was going to look right now. No, thirsty. Thursday, twenty percent maybe. Twenty, uh, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> After he got said that, he's he's smart. He said, "But the drought's not over." And then he showed the lake, lake deals. Yeah, they didn't come up any. The aquifer hadn't even come up yet. Not much because it was so damn dry. Yeah. The, no matter how much rain we got, it uh, didn't didn't soak in. Thirty percent chance on Thursday, thirty Thursday night. Thirty percent chance on Friday. Yeah, but. Uh, that's a maybe. No, okay. A real big maybe. Uh, speaking of, it's fall, fall here. I was go- looking at the, my ad list 
uh, I always print it, print it out. Yeah. And under, under, I guess who Tracy uh, writes that, or uh, is that Mark? Uh, so Stacy and Adam participate. Okay. Anyway, it said gives a ad list for November first, and under there it says cooler nighttime temperatures and better rainfall promotes faster root growth and quicker spring growth. Well, also, the cooler nighttime temperatures uh, make the colors, the colors that we got no, more brighter. Uh, I, I went up to visit my brother in Ohio in the fall. I couldn't believe it. I said, the sun... The, the same plants we have here, just killer up there as far as color. What are those uh, those blue uh, flowers that? Uh, blue flowers. Uh, that get, get get so spectacular when they're in the cool, but in, in Alaska and in in Minnesota, blue. Uh, well, as columbine. No. It'll it'll come. Somebody will call on the phone, or somebody will come to them, but. <laughs> Uh, that I, I I react the same way you do, and uh, oh yeah, can really, really, uh, I say I see that, and I say, is that a <laughs> is, is that a yeah. marigold or what is that? Yeah. yeah, all of them, all the colors really show out when the temperature is cool, and that comes back to my calendulas. I ca- I can't believe they're on sale for four for five dollars. Yep, and the four. Four-inch pot? Yeah. Four-inch okay. pot. So I'm thinking, now they, they, most of them have a bloom bud on them, a bloom, right? A number of them do. Yeah. But I'm thinking... And the foliage is lush. I'm, yeah, I'm thinking once they, uh, once they force that bloom, once they have that bloom, that you can plant them in the shade and they'll continue to bloom. I don't know, but I always... Plant them in the sun. And yeah, yeah. They doesn't do. sound promising to me. Yeah, it sound they do they do really well in the sun. Yeah, well, yeah, but uh, the idea, you know, like everything, everything. Well, the idea is to maybe have something that the deer won't eat that bloom in the shade. Well, technically, cyclamen is on that list, although they will eat the bloom. Are we talking cyclamen? Or are we talking? He's talking calendula, calendula, but he wants to put it in the shade. Oh. But cyclamen is on the deer-resistant list, but I've seen them eat the blooms. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You just said they... I'm talking calendulas. Just a, right? a squirrel walks through a, a cyclamen bed and breaks breaks off stems mm. and leaves. So, they, yeah, they're real susceptible to the, dan- the breakage. Yeah, at that, at that price, uh, we need to get some of our listeners to give that a try. Plant some in the shade. And some in the sun. And tell me if the ones in the shade keep blooming through the through the winter. Well, now they're freeze. Calendulas hmm. are freeze. Yeah, they're little. I remember last year they were one, one of the first that got hit by the those freezing temperatures. Oh yeah, yeah. The way I got started growing calendulas was uh, I used to get the. Uh, Potting mix from the old from the uh, grower that they, they discarded, 
and I would put it in my beds, fill my beds up with it, and those calendulas would come up thick as a dog, higher on a dog's back. So I guess the seed uh, is slow to germinate. But, uh, and uh, they would grow great and uh, get ready to bloom in the spring. Then they get killed. About, th- about three or four years in a row that happened. But I, since they were coming up volunteer in, from seed, I, I just kept growing them. Some, some, some years they would put on a show out there if they didn't freeze or yeah, late early. Well, I know the they're a good butterfly plant when they when they bloom. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You weren't thinking of bluebells, were you? No, I wasn't. But uh, forget me nots. Nope. No. I was thinking the hydrangea, but I'm, oh, I'm not sure. I, I just googled blue. Minnesota blue flowers. I got cornflowers, uh, chicory, Louisiana lettuce, blue wood aster. None of these ring a bell. No. Forget me nots. Okay. I like the uh, the bellflower and the uh, wood forget-me-nots are pretty. They're nice and blue. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call. 210-308-8867. Slower. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 and Boulevardy Road. Tell us what's going on on 930 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. On a beautiful day, we are live here at Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. There's a nice breeze coming out of the oh. uh, south. There's lights, lots of big fluffy clouds in the sky. Oh, what are those pansies? What is she? Yeah, called? the yellow ones. Yeah. The ones that are supposedly fragrant. The one with no faces. Okay. No fragrant. Are they fragrant with the f- no faces or do they need the faces? No, no faces. No faces. Yeah, so uh, lots of things to do here at Millburgers and lots of reasons to come visit. Uh, tell us how uh, your gardening is going at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. What's uh, going on with uh, with the tomatoes and stuff? Well, they didn't freeze. No, they didn't. A lot of other things uh that got affected by the cold surprised me a little bit. That uh, a summer snapdragon, what is that called? Uh, uh, the one that we. Summer snapdragon. Oh, uh, I know what you're saying. Uh, it, it was affected by the weather. The, um, did you. Uh, oh, gosh. Your favorite. Plant uh, Milton's Sanisa? No. Okay. Vinca? Vinca. Did, oh, was yeah. your Vinca affected by it? Well, by what? By the wind. Oh. Um, yeah, that was. that was. You know what? I didn't look, but I also didn't notice it. Angelonia. Angelonia, yeah. I think the wind was the Angelonia oh. thing, too, but the, the Vinca was affected. Yeah. <laughs> um. Sinias did all right. Surprised me a little bit. I don't think our uh, our fire spike liked it very much. Really? Yeah, it didn't seem happy. 
nothing worse than an unhappy fire spike. Oh, yeah. Oh, you go out in the garden, they're just grumbling and complaining. Yeah. Oh, it's too windy. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. When I, when I was looking at the information up for uh, calendulas, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I typed in, will deer eat calendula plants? And uh, basically they said no because they were attractive and traditional aromatic herbs that uh, usually repel deer. But, uh, however, uh, pest, (laughs) pest uh, that bother calendula are uh, blister beetles, tarnished uh, plant bugs, spider mites, uh, thistle, butterfly, caterpillars, slugs, flea beetles, cucumber beetles. I see. And, yeah, I've seen a lot of cucumber beetle action. Yeah, and most commonly white flies and aphids. Oh, I've seen that. Bothers calendulas. But uh, I think if you start with young plants, un, un- infected plants, you're going to be okay. Till uh, the cold temperatures get them, but uh, that that price is fantastic. Yeah, I uh, couldn't believe it. I thought maybe that's the, uh, <laughs> are you guys right? Are you yeah. sure that's the price? <laughs> it makes me think I should have gotten some more. Yeah, four for five dollars. Uh, have we ever seen a plant? Well, he's got pansies too. Mm-hmm. Four for five dollars. Well, yeah, we sometimes we'd have uh, oh s- snaps. Yeah. Four for five dollars. <clears throat> they have those small, smaller containers. And he's got uh, he's got uh, the 18-inch terracotta pots. Sell forty dollars. Regularly sixty three ninety nine. Now they, they those aren't the the largest ones. Are they? No, uh, they're six eighteen inch terracotta pot. I forget what what mine was. The ones I bought, but uh, they were they were cheap. They weren't they weren't that cheap. But anyway, um, the. <laughs> Let's see. We uh, we got a lot of good information on marigolds uh, about uh, the deer. The, the what plant do deer hate most? And uh, guess what's on that list, Kevin? Iris. Hate most. Iris. Iris. Yeah, that's. I always for years I've always said the deer did not eat iris, and then. Until that little old lady came out and no, that, chewed you no, out. No, last year that <laughs> I bought a bunch of them, fancy ones, and planted them. And uh, in between the uh, drought and that oh, those freezing that freezing weather, yeah, uh, whatever it was, it they they bit the dust. I mean, they just kind of di- dissipated and disintegrated. They were hybrids, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah, they. I'm going to try the cemetery iris. Yeah, yeah. Next. 
Uh, another plant that the deer hate most, uh, lamb's ear. You know, I was, you, you had a lot of those sitting around here. And marigolds, of course. And peony, which we can't grow. The least. The least. Those are kind of fighting words, too, because I know there are people that say they grow them. Like that try to grow them. They, they do grow them in New, New Braunfels and the San Marcos area. A few of them. I bet they had a hell of a time if you for grow the last peonies, years. Oh, I bet you're right about that. Well, if you're a peony grower, call water. us at 210-308-8867. And purple coneflower. They're supposed to not eat. The, you know, that was those pretty things we yeah. had right here in front of them. The fall asters? They eat no, fall I see asters. No. Yeah, that's... Deer eat fall They're next to them. Uh, no. They were just what Jerry was pointing out, the coneflower, and I couldn't see it. Yeah. But... The, uh... But this same place I'm getting this information off of says marigolds are a powerhouse for pest control. They hmm. make a great companion plant for crops like cucumbers, strawberries, and onions that are threatened by harmful nematodes, microscopic worms. Hmm. That's misinformation. Uh, and then it says, why are deer attracted to your yard? And uh, several plants that attract deer, flowers, that's mm-hmm. flowers, daylilies, see? Yeah. Deer eat daylilies like I like them. No, it's okay. That, that's why the flowers are good. Good to eat. Roses. Anybody... Calls in here uh, geraniums, sunflowers. I was surprised that they would eat sunflowers. Of course, I guess a seed, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. And pansies. Oh, yeah, I know pansies. <laughs> and uh, in the shrub and tree section, they said the dearly blackberries. I guess so. Uh, flowering dogwood, which we don't have, and fruit trees, right, Kevin? Oh, yeah. Did they eat your fruit trees up in... Oh, no, yeah. they didn't. That was not a, an issue. I don't know if... I guess the deer were just not thick, and, thick enough. I, but I had uh, oh, well, the, those uh, weld pigs, too. Yeah. And they were never never an issue. I didn't quite, couldn't quite figure that out. <laughs> They uh, occasionally I'd see them running down the road, but they never went into the pieces. Oh, okay. Uh, and then I, I, of course, I looked at Forrest Appleton's uh, wonderful deer resistant list and uh, our deer. And and before the article, uh, Forrest writes, "This article is not meant to be a complete condemnation." Compilation? Condemnation. Okay. In other words, fussing at them. Oh. Uh, Condemning them. Of the deer. Now, he put that in there because his neighbor would burn his house down the next day. He didn't. They are, no doubt, here to stay. It's forced. 
My main purpose is to pass on those things which I have had some success. I've had good luck with most of the uh, gray leaf plants, those with highly fragrant foliage, and all the salvias, and most of the lantanas. Here is a listing of the plants which the deer do not seem to like well enough to severely damage by eating. See, you put it by eating mm-hmm. because so that sometimes they stomp them and oh, yeah. knock them down. <laughs> However, this list must be... He's reading a deer-resistant list. Yeah, it has others have seen. Deer can't read... I didn't know that. No, that's not fair. Some deer can read. Yeah, and when they are hungry, they will eat almost anything. And he mentions, uh, he lists flowers by Forest Avenue. Uh, he lists larkspur and indigo spires and marigolds, mealy cup sage, vinca, periwinkles, uh, and zinnias, Calvin. So uh, that was his uh, listing of deer-resistant plants. But you say on the zinnias, sometimes they knock them down? Or? Yeah, I don't, I don't remember ever being real. I've done a run a few tests, but I've never been real successful. But it was never uh, clear eating the plant. Always was curious or... yeah. Or dig, uh, digging around the soil, or let's see. Then he uh, he says the deer won't eat uh, Jerusalem cherry, uh, Jerusalem sage, lantana. He mentioned also ma- mallow hibiscus. That's a that's a weird one because we. Uh, uh, it's funny that we were testing. We had heard that they wouldn't eat more grande hibiscus, which would which would be good. So I I, I took uh, some I guess five gallon plants out there, set them in his front yard. Now he, they had they had a uh, somebody had a large planting of. Uh, more grandes uh, right down the road about six houses down the road from him and the deer didn't touch them mm. hmm. but they ate, ate the plants I brought out there overnight oh so uh, but he lists them huh. and, hey uh, we need to take a break to get caught up with the news okay. so 210-308-8867 210-308-8867 more of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up Live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 on Boulevard Road, right here on 930 AM, The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. To Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. We're here at Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road, uh, and I'm kind of giving the weather forecast by telling you what I see. But nice blue skies, uh, 
breeze out of the north. It feels nice here. It's nice and sunny. The uh, Montezuma cypress is changing colors. So, uh, yeah, see? It's changing colors, right? Okay. Trace is shaking his head yes. All right. So uh, we were talking about uh, the um, things to do in the garden this time of year. Uh, you were mentioning winter weeds and stuff. What else should we be doing right now in the garden? Well, there's a huge list of yeah, okay, of things to plant, which we've we've talked about. And there's some that we're getting close to the onions uh, soon. When do we expect those, Jerry? Another month? Yeah, uh, I get the newsletter, and. Uh, from Bruce, Bruce Frazier, uh, and uh, he's 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 planted. He's saying in there that, uh oh, yeah, uh, he's saying in there that uh, you can pre-order. I never I never heard of that. Huh. pre-order the onions. Why Why does that seem? I guess well, usually usually. I'm surprised that they're doing pre-order. Who, the retailers or just the uh, consumers? Huh? Consumers or retailers? or? Yeah, consumers. Huh. Uh, in the catalog, his catalog. Gives a telephone number and everything else to call. But uh, I guess you could pre-order, but you know. He doesn't say when they'll show up. Uh-uh. But... Uh, I, didn't per- I didn't pursue that any further. Yeah, I know December one used to be a yeah. target date, <laughs> but we've it's been kind of pushed forward, for Mo- moved it back. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, well, of course, the spinach. We've been going ahead with that with that cool weather. So yeah, and uh, all those the flowers that are sensitive to cool, to uh, warmer weather, pansies. Uh, cyclemen, they seem to be doing fine. And uh, let's see, what else? Potatoes, we wait till wait till hmm. February. But uh, I, I suspect that some people will be planting potatoes pretty soon. Yeah. But uh, now the everybody is asking about the the lawn melting. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, it's too. too too early to plant uh, Bermuda seed. Oh, okay. Yeah, we do that about May, May first. Is there any sort of seed that you can plant now? Um, Ryegrass. Okay, yeah, but but then you gotta. But but that's a temporary seed. Yeah. Okay. My my beautiful Kentucky bluegrass is up. And so, so is that. Interesting fact, Milton. Yes, sir. We've sold more ryegrass this year already than the last couple of years combined. No, really? Yeah, oh, that makes sense, actually. Dead, dead, dead errors. Yep. Yeah. And you sell this the packets of seed? Correct. Is that And you just put it out like you're feeding the chickens? Pretty yeah. much. Uh, <laughs> do you, do you wet the ground first? or Before, during, and after, yes. Okay. And regularly until it germinates. Yeah, if you can time it so that... If you timed it with the rains we've been having, it's probably already up yet. Yeah, just listen to uh, the weather people when they say 20% chance of rain. What about 30%? That, that, that means a tenth of an inch. But our, re- our uh, rescue grass and our annual blue grass are 
Yeah. Grassy weeds are are up and they look so lush and uniform. They look like they're easy to manage, which they are this time of the year for a while. Um, but uh, so that, that I would recommend that rather than uh, rye grass. Although okay. the mo I guess I guess the fact that there was such a stark situation with the bare ground uh, yeah. kind of motivated to take action. Um, but uh, if your yard's anything like mine, though the those weeds are are coming coming up pretty fast. <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's, it's funny where where the uh, where the the water drained. Of course, it come up first for faster, and, uh, and where I you know like in a garden where it watered that they mm -hmm. came up, but the. The other, the uh, other areas that were just uh, had those uh, brief little rain falls are, are actually coming up now too. So it'll it'll be you're going to get a lot of action. <laughs> uh, so you, unless you're really impatient, you you could uh, you might want to wait a little while to see what's happening. <laughs> but it's it's hard to do that. Yeah, my bluegrass is is uh, not as thick as I would like for it to be. Even though I had a good crop last year, yeah, you know, I, I it's let up it, a little early too. I let it? it go go to seed. I got pictures of it going to seed, and uh, then when it the seed dried, I just shredded shredded it down. So I got a good bunch of seed on the ground. Uh, hard, ha, uh, uh, dried and everything else. But uh, the uh, yeah, it's uh, not thick as we'd like for it to be. Hmm. So, what would you do if you had Milton's uh, little patch of uh, wildflowers and leave them? Now you would uh, you wouldn't get away with uh, one mowing over them. If they no, yeah. No, oh, you could get away with one mowing over them, or no? Well, if they're not. Okay. Uh, higher than your blade. Or if you can identify which ones are higher. I can't. So no. I'll just let them go. Yeah, Silly it's, man. It's harder Kevin, to what did you think? What are you thinking? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> well, <laughs> even I don't. That is probably silly because I, because I can't even identify them at this yeah. point. <laughs> he can't even identify tomato plants. Come on. <laughs> I can do tomato plants. <laughs> can you? Yeah, I can do that. What about peppers? Mm. <laughs> uh, speaking of peppers, I I got some of the uh, par Parsons Potent Chili Penguins, and I put them out in uh, Jer Jeremy's uh, little big pots that I got from over mm -hmm. here, and uh, they did real good until they let them dry out real bad. And but I salvaged uh, two plants. Of the chili patine, and uh, got them in containers, the smaller container, and uh, they're blooming. They're blooming again. Yeah. That, that chili patine seems to set better in the set fruit better in the uh, in the fall, where after temperature cools down. When do you want to have the seed collect? I got a full plant uh, with the. Oh, uh, the seeds are about an inch long. Okay. Should we wait? Should we wait? Wait till they show some red. 
Right, okay. Yeah, they haven't shown any red, but they're a lot of... May, they look they look tasty. It reminds me they remind me of banana peppers, but of course that Yeah, would, I think there are. Yeah. They have that taste. <laughs> they would uh cure, would, cure would, me of cure me of that. I would I, I would tell I would tell you that, <laughs> that Jeremy uh is waiting to eat some. You know, the guy the guy yeah. that didn't take my advice and not eat those. But uh I don't think that was uh, your advice. Is that, is that <laughs> It was a mental. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> he still claims that I made him do it. Yep. Yeah. It taught him a valuable lesson. Uh huh. Never listened to you. <laughs> I yeah. didn't say a word. Oh, okay. I said I'd never eaten that's one. That's your story, and you're sticking and, to and it. And that's to, that's it to, the, to this day. Well, and I think the pepper peppers generally in the gardens have made it through this cool weather. Yeah. Pretty well. Nice. Yeah, they did. They're tough. And I think they're the last one. I, I say they're the last ones to freeze. But uh, most of the time, those peppers come up under trees. And why do they come up under trees, Mel? Oh, because of birds. Yeah, birds pooping them. Uh, sit down, sitting on a land, limb up there. So we won't be able to, to name our peppers <laughs> Or our uh, bird, bird pooping, pepper pooping birds anymore? <laughs> well, they call that the bird pepper, a uh, bird pepper. Yeah, that's okay. the little one, the little one. But uh, and that's why they probably the, the birds eat eat the hell out of them. Hmm. I say, who was it was telling us? Was that our man from up north? Uh, uh, Greg by the other day. Could be Greg. I, I think, think it's Greg. I think he's talking about. I think that's his name. Something was eating all the peppers before he could get them. Oh, I don't know if that was him or not. Yeah. Well, they on the little, the little, little ones. They yeah. get the birds. Maybe that was you telling us that. Yeah. <laughs> they get them, but the, the ones your the new plant <laughs> is uh, not not uh, a favorite of the birds yet. Yeah. <laughs> They'll discover it pretty soon. Yeah. Are the are the pepper? But, I, but it's big. It's bigger. Look, it's a little harder. Look. For He's pointing out a butterfly. Is that a mummer? I think so. It's a kind of small. It's small, but yeah. Could have been a queen, but it looked looked like there are a lot of monarchs around now. Yeah. Oh, is that right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I was looking at my my plants. Uh, milkweeds and there were about eight monarchs there. Gosh, they look big compared to this guy. You know, when I was doing this, <laughs> I got to doing this deer research thing to see if that uh, plant the deer would eat it. And I was looking at Forest Appleton's live, and I never realized that uh, rock rose or provonias on that list that the deer won't eat. Well, you think about it, they grow out in the wild, you know, with with the deer. But I never had thought about that. Uh, Robert, you know, we had some beautiful provonias here. I mean, solid, full bloom. But, uh, and we're also working to get a, a red one. We uh, didn't we see a red one for a while once? Yeah, yeah, well. And then it didn't, what, didn't... Um, 
fulfill its potential or what? No, it, uh, we were increasing it, you know, because it, it comes back true red. Uh, that, that's the one that I thought, when I saw a picture of it, I thought it was maroon. And uh, I, <laughs> I told the lady that found it up in Kerrville, I said, that, that picture you sent me looks like they're maroon. And she writes me back this nice note, kind of long, and said... Cool. <laughs> close. She said, my husband and I, we've talked about this, and we think it's uh, not maroon, it's... Uh, crimson. Crimson. There you go. Crimson. They're Bama fans. And I said, <laughs> I wrote about I said, y'all are not from Alabama, are you? Yeah. And come to find out they both went to school in Alabama. I think they're prejudiced, man. I, uh-huh. I still think that thing's maroon. That's been, it's been their Aggies that moved to Alabama. <laughs> and they go, <laughs> Look at all these beautiful maroon flowers, yes. <laughs> Sir, those are, those are uh, crimson. Those are crimson. You want to get out now? Right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. But I sent it. I sent seed to uh, Greg Grant, mm-hmm. and he. Uh, I guess he's working on it to try to try to make it uh, redder or whatever you know, redder, and uh, a better plant. But uh, uh, we've got one nursery growing it and selling it up in Austin. Uh, it's being sold under the ladies who found and found it mother's name oh that's nice but the interesting thing about that is that that only showed up in her yard in Kerrville yeah year after year nowhere else there's never been a, a red uh, uh, crimson thank you uh, Provonia even when the, if somebody buys a plant and goes tries Plants it in their yard. It didn't. Doesn't. Oh yeah, it'll it'll oh. it come back true from seed. Oh. Well, I, I did save. I saved some seed and planted them out, and it threw back uh, about ten percent pinks, the regular color pavonia, and uh, the rest of them are, it's pretty pretty stable plant. Mm-hmm. Well, we we're, we're gonna. Get to increasing it, and uh, it'll be available on this market probably as soon as we can get a grower that Trace will buy from. But anyway, we're working that out. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Let's talk to you about those things you don't want, like those pests in your yard, those roaches, those rats. Uh, with the cooler weather, there may be more things scurrying into your house uh, to get out of the cold. Uh, huh. So uh, make sure that you know the number for Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control, which is 210 656 37 21 210 656 3721 since 1976 
Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control has been helping San Antonio businesses and families, homeowners, uh, remain pest-free. And uh, they do it by, uh, well, they know what they're doing, number one. And number two, they look at the problem holistically. So they're looking at what's causing the issue and uh, treat the whole thing, like where they're coming in and stuff like that. So if you want a good company to help you with pest control, Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control is the way to go. Find them online, and you can read with their the, uh, great Google reviews at GoSpiderManPest.com. That's GoSpiderManPest.com, or call them, 210-656-3721. We're going to take a quick break and come back right after this. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Our phone number is 210-308-8867 on 930 AM, The Answer. Stars at night are big and bright. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Um, can I, uh, I think we decided last week I can plant, but I didn't, the uh, Crawford reseeding lettuce. Yeah, I think we, that's it. It'd be better, better to wait till after. You had several Seeds. inches of, inch of rain, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. So, that was last Monday or Tuesday? Yeah, something like that. Well, Tuesday was Halloween, so it must have been the weekend. In the- yeah, real. So, I uh, imagine you got uh, uh, soil moisture. Not deep soil moisture, but uh, soil moisture deep enough to plant some of the lettuce seed. And just put it on the ground. Yeah. Don't cover it. Gently touch it. (laughs) Don't have to gently touch it even. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I just just can't see you. I, I can see you just... Fighting with your hand. No, yeah. It just seems like a very zen thing to do. Just kind of yeah. gently touch it, make a connection between me and the lettuce and the soil. And <laughs> just getting a little handful of dirt. Yeah. No, I can't cover it. <laughs> well, I had to look through the original write-up, mm-hmm. and it said, <laughs> I had overlooked it before, it said cover with uh, uh, uh the thin layer of compost or... Yeah, you said don't do that. Uh, and so I took that out of the write-up. No, oh, that was smart. <laughs> do we still have any of the Crawford reseeding lettuce, one per family? I saw, I saw it. Yep, yep. Okay. I saw it in there, I think. Good. Um, but you can, if you have to do something to the seed, you can press it with a, a uh, like said, plastic bottle. Yeah, uh, just to push bottle. it. Yeah. Just, just to press it down. Okay. Make sure it's got good seed soil content. I'm going to touch it, just barely touch it with my hand so that I've got the, there you the go. connection between me, the soil, and the seed. Oh. Well, and if you take two or three dance steps, too, it'll spiritually, it'll, be, it'll add something to it. He's mocking me. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty <laughs> sure I don't do the dance steps. Well, you know, I'm going to do them anyway, but just in... You know, Mr. Mr. Fanick used to 
up to his last last days would touch every rose bush that they brought in to sell. Is that right? And what was the purpose of that? To make sure that <laughs> they were given the karma, karma, I guess. Okay. Even over the roses. Okay. But it's maybe an old-fashioned. Do we still have roses, and are they still a... a uh the um, if, you, if they're in the out there, pretty sure they're on the that sale. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, Peggy Martin is the only one I know is out there still. Really? Ooh, that uh, talk about that one. That was kind of cool. Let me go find it online. There it is. Um, yeah, end of season closeouts. So roses now twenty five percent off the regular price, and Peggy Martin's too, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a, a climber. Okay, that was the that was the uh, Katrina rose. It was. Okay, yeah. or is. Or is. Okay, cool. But uh, yeah, Bill Welch uh, introduced that to the market. He found it in that lady's garden. It was the only thing that survived a hurricane. Yeah, that's amazing. Was, was, and, was her name Peggy Martin? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. What a coincidence. <laughs> But uh, he found that. And well, do you suppose they'll change the name of it now, or is it just birds? Just birds right now. Okay. <laughs> Calvin's upset. We'll talk about it later. Oh, okay. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, that's a good rose if you want a climber. But most people don't just want to. Yeah, up, most people don't know what they're getting into when they get a climber. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever happened with the climbing? Uh, no. <laughs> that rose at uh, Belinda's Gra- Dream. Yeah, Grave Farm. Yeah. Well, and then I could have found it, too, if I'd gotten it out of the, my friend's garden before they pulled it up. <laughs> it was climbing over the house. <laughs> and it was blooming. Yeah. <laughs> Greg knows his plants, and uh, I was asking him about that Peggy Martin rose. I said uh, am I going to like that? He said, oh, hell no. You're not going to like that. The Peggy Martin, or you mean the Belinda's Dream? Belinda's Dream. Yeah. Climber. Right. Because <laughs> it has Belinda's Dream roses on it. I mean, it's it's, it's a true yeah. climber from the original Belinda's Dream. But uh, he said, that thing... And he's got the picture that they used to sell that row. Yeah, it's uh But uh, it, he would he put it over a over one of these arbors. Yeah, kind of like our that row that uh, that uh, butterfly plant. Take it off out there. Son. Oh wow! You'd like to look at, but. Uh, Greg had it at the entrance to his house over uh, one of those. Uh, the, the, one of the arbors. Yeah. A trellis. And, and uh, um. he took it. I mean, it was really pretty. I imagine he'd been pruning it back to keep it compact. And then it got away from him and ran over his house. I mean, it's, it was a fast-growing thing. Well, one of my volunteers, I won't mention Rob's name. No, don't mention Rob's name. Okay. But uh, he was just insistent. Of course, Greg gave me some plants. He was just insistent. 
that we grow some and make, uh, you know, have cuttings and, and sell it. And I said, Greg, that, that, uh, Greg doesn't recommend that we put that on the market uh, because it's uh, so invasive. Oh. <laughs> it's so fa- fast growing. Hmm. And uh, he wouldn't listen, as usual. And uh, we put it in a, in the back of one of the, our greenhouses. And uh, that damn thing, about five plants back there, took the whole greenhouse. And it was a thorny dude to get in there and cut it back, you know, and keep it in bound. So we finally let it die. I think he's got one out of it where he's living. Oh, I want one. I don't think you can kill this one. Again. I could try. Where are you going to put it? I don't know. Wherever y'all tell me. Is it, is it feral cat friendly? Oh, I don't know. That's true. Hmm. <laughs> But uh, okay, sorry. That's how, it. Now, do, if Rob wants to bring we, me one, he can. Have you got, got two fan? roses? We're talking about the. Uh, we got the Belinda's Dream. Belinda's the Peggy Barton. We stopped talking about. Okay, so the, the, this the, was the climbing Belinda's the, Dream. Yeah, let's for the customers. The Peggy's Barton okay. is here, and yeah, we got Peggy. Yeah, Barton. That's Ryan, and they're got, climbing. They're not invasive, and they're they're nice. Yeah, I got the uh, Jerry likes those. <laughs> yeah, I got the uh, Belinda's Dream characteristic of, of running. Okay. But, so it's a good one and we got it and it's uh, yeah. what is it called? It's 25% off but I don't remember what your closeout end of year closeout. Yep. Peggy what Martin. Else, what else is, yeah, Peggy Martin. What else is on there? Mexican Bird of Paradise. Yeah. Water Plants. And um, I checked and we've got some Pumaria. cow or black bears. We do. But that's not on sale. See angel wing jasmine, yep. bananas, bougainvilleas, great myrtles. That's a nice yep. one. Perennial hibiscus, plumeria, pond plants, pride of Barbados, and roses. What perennial hibiscus have you? I do another dying back to the stem. Yeah. Oh, have they? Yeah. Okay. I don't remember which variety. Okay. Yeah. So. Even though it's it's a perennial hibiscus, and even though it's lost all its leaves, and have y'all cut it back to the ground? No, no, no. But uh, it's normal that the plant has not died; it's gone dormant, according to short short days, uh, leaves, and that makes leaves fall off. But it goes dormant all the way back to the ground. So if you've got a uh, more grande or flare, flare hibiscus, or any of those, uh, they're getting ready to lose their leaves. Even if you put them in a greenhouse, they're going to lose their hmm. leaves. My plumerias do every year. Oh, yeah. Uh, I imagine if you get, if you got any left out here, there would be uh, that uh, Texas uh, star hibiscus, right? I just remember them being in a brown pot. <laughs> yeah, you know, you had had a lot of those Texas Star hibiscus, which is a tough little hibiscus. It's big. It grows a pretty big plant. But I've seen those last in Tennessee for 15, 20 years. And uh, because it goes down to the ground every year, you cut it off flat to the ground, uh, right above the ground. And... Uh, 
come back year after year, even in Canada. At one time you had a white one out there, but I bet you sold all those white ones. Found in Houston. Hmm. But uh, let's see, what other did you have out there? You have always had a lot of Texas Star hibiscus. But I think we we've <laughs> we had a hard time finding Flair, my favorite hibiscus, and uh, and also more grande. But let's see, didn't you get a lot of more grande then? No, year before. Oh, year before. Time flies when I'm having fun. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, the. Uh, Let's see. All right. Uh, I'll, I'll give the phone number. 210-308-8867. Tell us what? Oh, about those uh, stocks, the bar- barrel stocks, basically. Well, it's a mixed pot, and so there should be a purple, a white, and a pink in the pot. And they smell great. And they're on sale for, I believe, sixteen eighty-eight. Nice job, Trace. Yep. I'm, my memory fails me a lot, but not, not on not those. Much. You had to take stock of it, and then yes. And if you want individual (laughs) plants, there's we've got some for a dollar fifty-nine. There, a whole uh, rack, lots of colors. Of course, you don't have to get very far down the road to know that you got stocks there. Their fragrance is wonderful. Mm, Even I can smell them because you know I don't smell as good as I used to. Even you and I could. Okay. Yeah, the 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 purple. It's a dumb joke. Thanks for rolling your eyes, Trace. I've, I've heard it. Yeah, I know. I've done it. <laughs> so those uh, those are ni- nice nice plants, and they're uh, quite quite showy. And if you got if you got some company coming and uh, you want to impress them, uh, they'll people will notice the fragrance for sure. Yeah, you mentioned Trace at the start of the show. People are going to start doing Thanksgiving decorations. What are things that they'll start getting? Cyclamen. Okay. And primrose and snapdragons and pansies. And okay. Stock. Um, the mums? The mums will be done by oh, Thanksgiving. Well, okay. the natural ones anyway. So okay. We'll, we'll have one called Pele, which is a spectacular orange and yellow one in a floral grade. Uh, I've got a handful now, but that, that always sells real well right as a Thanksgiving table decoration. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, y'all are doing belly rubs for dogs now. <laughs> if you bring your dog in, you might get a belly rub. Just, just the dog. <laughs> All right. And we've got the... Ter- I, I don't condone that. That's an employee that's not doing what she should be doing. Oh, okay. They have a 15-second rule. Uh, no. They can't stop what they're doing more than 15 seconds to pet a dog. Oh, okay. Oh, man. I think this dog's... Uh, I think the dog's uh, got some high... Uh, is shopping for stuff, so she's probably... <laughs> All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Trace, I always ask you, so I don't know, is it still grass? Now that the weather's cooled down, what are customers coming in asking it's questions about? It's still grass. Really? Wow. Yeah. Maybe that's why we're selling so much ryegrass. Oh, I bet you're right. Are you still selling the, uh, what's the situation with the uh, sod? We've got sod. Okay. Uh, but I know for a while they were hard to get. Well, it's a lot's weather dictated. 
but uh, right now we got we can get most of the St. Augustines. Oh, good. Uh, Bermuda is limited, uh, and Zoysia is limited. But the St. Augustine, which is what most people plant anyway, that one right now has no issues. Okay, has what issues? No issues. No issues. Okay, and still on the um, Pro Vista. Mm-hmm. Took a second to. I wanted to go Perfecta. But that's not what it's called. No, no. Pro Vista, yeah, and uh, no problems with that. How's how are the patches looking outside? We'll tell people if they uh, want to see what their grass they, could look like. They, they can see they them. Look, they look pretty good. Good. Uh, first time we really get cold, the Bermudas won't look so great. Oh, okay. <laughs> the, uh, the, the, Pro, the Pro Vista with the uh, winter weeds coming. Oh, yeah. You want to talk about why that's a good choice? Is that well, of course, it's the... Uh, it's the only San Augustine grass. Well, the only grass, as far as I know, that uh, you can use Roundup on it and yeah. uh, have it work to control the the weeds and not hurt Without the harming the turf. grass. Yeah. And so that's that's a pretty... It's a r- relative of uh, Floratam. And so that's, uh, you know, so that means it's uh, drought tolerant. It's... Uh, Grows rel- relatively slow too, so that you uh, uh, don't have to spend so much time mowing uh, uh, grass if you have uh, 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 that that selection. <laughs> the uh, I imagine some people have the same problem I do. Uh, we've got uh, two dogs in the backyard. And we got uh, one little fur of a hat, uh, got a lot of fur on him, or hair. And uh, and then we got a big uh, uh, German Shepherd type of a dog. And uh, the little dog with a lot of hair on him goes out and fusses, uh, barks at, at the, uh, the uh, dog's next door. Mm-hmm. And they run back and forth. Oh yeah, on we have the that. fence. <laughs> and where they're running, nothing grows. There you go. Well, it's nothing grows and it's muddy. Yeah. And so then, when when they get through fussing at each other, the little dog and well, not so much with the big dog, but they come in the house and bring mud in the house. So you know, I've I've. Solved that problem with my daughter's yard uh, 20 years ago, or 10 years ago, but uh, by putting some, laying some sod down, you know, along those fences, not care, not really caring if it takes or not. I mean, this is, uh, but uh, you get a tight sod and put on that uh, bare ground. And it'll take a little bit. I mean, it'll root in a little bit, but it'll also keep the dogs from tracking that mud in the house. Uh, of course, if it never rained like it did the last couple of summers, uh, you don't have to worry about that. Well, that's true. We need to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, coming up. Live from Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevard Road on 930 AM. The answer. And you will see. There's a little bit of everything. 
And welcome back to Millburgers Garden in South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer. On this cool day, you may be tempted to get out there and get to that, that gardening, landscaping uh, project or maybe do that sprinkler system install or whatever you plan to do. But you know what? Our friends at CPS want to remind you, before you dig on any project, landscaping, sprinkler system install, whatever that project is, call 811 or go online at texas811.org to have underground utilities marked. It's a free service and it's the law. Texas law requires everyone contact Texas 811 at least two working days before digging or doing any type of ground disturbance. Keep in mind that violations could result in fines. Once utility lines are marked, you'll know where they are. It'll be safe to dig and it's, uh, you know, like we say, no one likes surprises. Utility lines are especially a bad surprise. So before you grab your shovel, what are you going to do? You're going to grab your phone and contact 811. 210-308-8867. 210-8867. Bert is on the line. Hey, Bert. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing? Oh, good. This is Millburgers. I thought this was the Dr. Jerry comedy show. Uh, <laughs> are you sure? I've been I've been listening to the same I show. I don't think he's that funny myself. No, yeah. <laughs> What's going on, Bert? As far as, as, far as the, um, the rain, I heard you talking about butterflies about coming around monarchs this time. I have a butterfly outside in a container plant. It's about four feet tall, and it survived this whole cold weather and stuff. So did I'm looking at my vegetable garden, which is all in containers. I have about uh, basically, the summer, but I lost a couple of peppers, but two volunteer tomatoes that I've no, I don't know where they come from. You ever heard of it? It's a very aggressive and it's growing like crazy, but it's an orange colored, about the size of a cherry or a, like a, li- a little tiny plum. And they were volunteers and they survived it. And, uh, hmm. huh. I mean, I've not, they taste, they taste really great. I know they're tomatoes because I grew tomatoes most of my life. And uh, I just do, like they, do they turn red? Nope. It just turns. It it starts like yellow and it, it finishes off like a pumpkin. That sounds like our. Uh, uh, are we talking about tomato? Yeah. 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 If they don't turn red, that's not nine sixty eight. If they turn that color he's describing, that may be our. Uh, Turns really. Oh, you're thinking uh, not Ruby Crush. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I oh. said, they came, they they came up as volunteers. Where I don't remember. I never. I know this year I did not plant any tomatoes. In, in but they're a, they're they're a cherry tomato, right? Little yeah, bitty tomato. Right. Little bitty. I bet that's Ruby Crush. Could be. My, Ruby, my Ruby Crush are red as a li- thing of lipstick. Huh. <laughs> but anyway, like I said, the Mac, the, the Swiss chard's gone crazy. I guess Swiss chard is like lettuce, the green, the big leafy vegetables. Love this cool weather. Oh yeah, we done. Especially broccoli. Well, yeah, do you like? Uh, do you Swiss mix it with anything, or do you like it eat it straight? I I pop them straight off the vine. I got everything outside in the pot. I, it, like I said. Most of my vegetables did well because I came out midday all summer long and put a patio umbrella on them and took it down, and I was eating off my produce all summer long. And everybody else was going to the store going, how'd you do it? I said, well, they were hot. I was hot. I put an umbrella over them. 
I mean, sometimes just a little simple. I know the sunshade thing from doing a larger garden years ago from southeast Louisiana, and that sun can get you there, too. Hmm. Uh, But other than that, yeah, just broccoli, romanesco, and all that. Uh, I'm doing all heirloom cruciferous vegetables and onions this winter only. So, Mm -hmm. What did you say about the monarch butterfly? Is it their time? I heard y'all saying about it, but they were maybe just starting to show up. Well, now they 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 start they started to show up uh, beginning of October, but they're in uh, my neighborhood at least they're they're in larger numbers right now. Hmm. Not huge, not like yeah, yeah, like years ago. I didn't have any hummingbirds this year for some reason. Uh, Maybe they just didn't like the apartment complex this year. I don't know. Yeah, the hummingbirds. Were, yeah, the, I don't bad. think we saw as many hummingbirds. That was. Did you? No, you don't think so. Wasn't a, well, no, I, I, I saw a lot. Uh, they they really liked the uh, uh, porter weeds that I had out on my patio, so it was kind of neat. I'd look out the kitchen, and there there they would be. Oh, yeah. going across. That's what I call them. What do they call them? The little aerial acrobats. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> where the, the wh- dog fighting? Yeah. Where are you from in Louisiana? <laughs> Uh, it's well, they, right outside. It's old Arabia. It used to be part of New Orleans, but it, uh, if you really want to know, it's what the some people around the country have got. Oh, you're a Shalmatian because that's why I went to high school. It's Shalmet. So I don't yeah. know how we got that name, but <laughs> but where my, my grandfather's farm uh, was in St. Bernard, Louisiana, which was because uh, I rode it on a bicycle once. It was 36 miles southeast down the Mississippi River. Wow. From New Orleans. That's cool. I to, uh, he had a Satsuma farm. Satsuma and grapefruits and navel oranges. Lord have mercy. And then one plot was all vegetables, like okra, tomatoes, onions, garlics. Uh, just your regular, typical Creole type of. <laughs> yeah. And he was farm. right by the battlefield. Yeah. Sounds yeah, good. Well, actually, that's, that's where I grew up. The battlefield that, yeah. was... If you went cross country through the swamp and stuff, nobody knows that they think the swamps are all out there. But from my house, before they had all the fences, we could walk straight through to the battlefield in New Orleans in about 20 minutes. You got to huh. now you drive. It takes that long to drive there from my <laughs> house. Well, where I used to live. Yeah. Well, but thank I do you. appreciate it. I hope y'all like the, the good crack about the Dr. Jerry comedy show. Yeah, we're okay with that. It's, there you uh, go. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, but, but, uh, Jerry who? <laughs> right, Jerry, Jerry's over great. there. He's oh. the guy. If they, yeah. Well, so how long have you been, you've been gone I, from that area of Louisiana? I got to tell everybody uh, about right the at, uh, program. Right after Katrina, after Katrina and Rita, I okay. re-enlisted into Special Forces, and uh, I've been gone ever since. Okay. So that was that, like that was kind of where I grew I up, but not near Chalmette. Just uh, did you know where uh, you know where Pine Train Beach is? I bet you oh, do. Yes, I do. Straight right. out of Legion Fields. Yeah, there you yeah, go, right in the corner. That's I, I grew that's up near they, there. That's where they had all the houses on pilings, and all the roads sank, but the houses are all level and not cracked because Higgins built everything for his Higgins boat employees. That's right. That's like. You can tell you know I'm from New Orleans, and if I yeah. know all that. That's exactly <laughs> right. Do you know what a Higgins boat is? A what? A Higgins 
So tell me if I got this right, uh, and uh, uh, and Bert, and that is okay. You know the uh, like if you see Saving Private Ryan, yeah, and they're all on those boats right. that land. Is that right? It was a real, it was, right. It was, and also the PBRs in Vietnam were based on it. Also, it was based on a Lafitte skiff that was well known in Southeast Louisiana. He just mod- he modified it so that he not armored the hull, but he stiffened it so they could just take and crash that up into the beach and then back it out again with the powerful engines they had on offload the troops. Now, that was before the one that had the, that he designed also the, uh, the landing craft, the one that went down first. But the first one he invented was based on a Lafitte boat. Hey, Bert, can we, can we yeah. can I break in? I've got to announce a, a program oh, sure. that we're going to give next. Thank you, Bert. I next don't week. know what he's... Yeah, but we'll talk later. You, you and Milton can right, talk look. about New Orleans. Uh, Call us again, Bert. Right, tomorrow I'll, or catch, so. I'll catch up with y'all later because it's a plant show, not a history show. That's okay. okay. Thank you. We'll talk about history of plants in Louisiana. All right, all what's right, going right, on, right. Calvin? Uh, next uh, next Saturday from oh. nine thirty to eleven a.m. Uh, Milburgers and uh, the deep the. Uh, D E E R C Dear C neighborhood are co-sponsoring a, a program on winter gardening, and it'll be over there by Medical Center, um, sixty-eight zero two Dorothy Louise Drive. Uh, there's uh, information in the uh, Express News right now. Yeah, and uh, uh, if you want more information, two ten three eight two. Four four five five, and to reserve a spot. Okay. But anyway, we're going to. What's we're the number again? Slower, on. slower. Guys, do slower. Two ten, three eight two, four four five five, and uh, we're going to talk about both uh, uh, an- annual flowers for the winter and also for the vegetables for the winter. Uh, as usual, we'll have a, a few uh, gifts and information for folks. Uh, that that attend and uh, uh, handouts. Try to answer all all uh, the questions that that you might uh, have. But that that's again next Saturday, uh, nine thirty through eleven o'clock at the uh, Dream Hill States Education Resource Center, Deercy, co-sponsored by uh, the. Uh, Milberger's uh, Nursery. Okay. And we'll have lots of goodies, lots of information. I sent the number back to the station, so if you need it, they they have it there. Okay, we'll talk about it tomorrow, too. Have we had anybody call in about the tree giveaway you were talking about? Oh, no. We'll have to. It would be nice to know what they were doing. Uh, I think it's over now. I think it lasted. Yeah, but somebody probably went. Yeah, if you went to the tree giveaway at, I think, Marquee Mission. Uh, you can call us and give us a report. The city was doing a tree giveaway there. Uh, I forget what they were celebrating. It was uh, some San Antonio Tree Day or... Oh, it's Texas Arbor Day? Yeah, right. Okay. Is that today? Yeah. Oh. Well, y'all should have brought it up. <laughs> well, you must have seen it on the computer somewhere. I did see it on the computer, but then I forgot about it. I saw a free tree and then I forgot everything else. <laughs> what what does uh, D E E R C stand for? Deepest Tech uh, Dream Hill Estates Education Resource Center. Oh, okay. That's a uh, we've 
co-sponsored some uh, programs with uh, Millburgers in the past. Uh, the one that we had the most, uh, the tomato rodeo tomatoes, of course, went re- over real well. But we also have, have done a, a lot of work with uh, Millburgers on the uh, milkweed. Yeah, and so we got we got a portion of the milkweed la- uh, last year to to grow, and we're going to do the we're going to tr- attempt the same thing with the some of the fancier. Uh, milkweeds uh, this okay. year. Uh, have you gotten any seeds to form on that white one? What? Have you gotten any seeds on that white one yet? The white one you bought? No. But I've gotten it. Uh, it's putting on new flowers and everything. So oh. ho- hopefully we'll get it. So what, how many do you have left? Just one of them? Uh, I'm thinking none of them. <laughs> oh, I see that one. Well, yeah. I see. Uh, oh, that one's gorgeous. Is that the a, one that? That's a Mandavia out there. Oh, okay. Is no. Mandavia is gorgeous. I'm thinking. I'm thinking we're out. Huh. Well, yeah, yeah. My the mine. Uh, I think we've gotten good reports on on the, those grown in the landscapes. So hopefully, now in the and the uh, the monarchs are spending time on the flowers. Uh, but I haven't seen any of the uh, any egg laying or anything, which is probably good. It means that the that those uh, monarchs, uh, those adult monarchs that are there, were not going to die on the way to the uh, wintering uh, grounds, and they'll they'll be ready for action next spring when we'll have all all of our uh, plants in order. What do we got now? To, I guess we do. We got we got uh, cool porterweed. Did you see porterweed? I think it's right there. Oh yeah, the blue the blue one. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's the one that didn't start uh, didn't start blooming until this fall and going strong. And there's the tropical butterfly weed right next to it. Yeah, and both of those uh, do a fair job of surviving. That, the red porter where we I've never had it uh, huh. go over the winter time, but this purple one does, and also the, the tropical is uh, capable of it'll die back, but it'll it'll, it'll come out, and especially if you uh, put it in front of a shelter. Alrighty, well we'll tell you more about that, and tomorrow too we'll uh, remind you if you want to know about the memorial service for Delphine back, uh, go to PlantAnswers.com. We'll talk more about that. That's not next Saturday, but a week from Saturday. Yeah. Okay. We'll say goodbye for today. Thanks to everybody here, Dr. Finch, Dr. Parsons, Trace. Thanks to Mark for doing a great job getting all your calls on the air. I'm Milton Glick. See you tomorrow at Millburgers on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.